I won't feel, I won't uh, have a feeling of freedom most likely because the first car I'll be driving won't be mine, it'll be a business car and I'll be on the road on a job. thing, Beatty. Did yeah. I sort of decipher from what you were saying before that you've got a fair idea of, of the way you want to run your life already? No, or you... not, not really. Because um, I was sort of certainly confused at that stage. I think I still am. Uh, I'm not, I'd say I'm not nowhere near as confused as a lot of people. Well, well, how can I say it? Um, I think I'm more open-minded than well, I'm becoming open-minded. I uh, was very narrow-minded a few years ago. Um, but what, as time goes on, I, or I um, can see myself in relation to um, the rest of society better than most, most people. Well, a heck of a lot of people, like the, people, the type of people I'm talking about who I see at work, <coughs> mm. like the other employees... Um, yeah. Give you the... No, no, oh, they're quite nice people. But, oh, yeah, but... Um, you find but their they, they, they live life the way they do because uh, that's the way they saw other people doing it and they, ha they don't have really any mind of their own at all. Mm. Are they all the same, perhaps? It's depressing, isn't it? Um, well, they're not all the same, but they all lack this insight into... Oh, I don't know. They're all different in, in little ways, thousands of little ways, yeah, but, but in, in but the big ways... Basically, they're, they're all the same. Mm. Mm. Yes, I, I, I know what you mean. Record of Pete Seegers. Well, I, I would have said that myself. Little... But they're all the same. Little boxes. Oh, of ticky-tacky. Mm. Mm. The cycle goes round and round and indefinitely repeats itself for most people. I think... Um, but another, another way of looking at it is that if one has one's little box, you would tend to be have a smile on your face more often, or perhaps not that, but just have a blank expression on your face more yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd probably be depressed less often. Yeah. But you'd be exalted less often too. Mm. So, which is worse? So, I think somebody once described it as... Uh, Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> no, once described it as a sort of a, a placid, a straight line, or perhaps you're 
irregular up and down biorhythm chart or something. Mm. Just a, a, a square combination of square waves versus a, a straight line DC uh, waveform. Mm. Pity you can't just press a button and, and live these different existences and see what they're like. <laughs> Good thing we're on Duplex. I was just uh, going to say that... Um, sorry, Phil. Um, that pips, pips. If, if one went... Uh, can't you just look at the people and, and see through their eyes? I, I, I seem to be able to. Do you make ourselves out to be arrogant? But it's not, it's not arrogant. Yeah, Beck, the Beck was saying something the other night that he heard some comment by somebody on one of the Simplex channels or the repeater or something about having just been on this channel listening to all these people... Uh, espousing, you know, how much they know about things and this, that and the other. In other words, sounded like us. And uh, I sort of meant to ask him who it was that made this comment. Oh, it'd be lovely to, have, to call him up and have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a very friendly chat. Yeah. Um, ask him what he thought of Freud or something. Hmm. What is it, the series of Jung versus Freud, you know, and the... But probably... No, I, just a basic conversation would be interesting. No, mm. I think saying one is not meaning to be arrogant along the way perhaps would <clears throat> put you in a better frame of mind, although perhaps we are. Are we being arrogant? I don't know. I'm just sort of thinking. I'm not, I've sort of gotten think off thinking about that again. Just thinking back to what we're trying to achieve by discussing things and philosophical <laughs> things like that. We keep on doubling there. Um... Yeah, I'd, every time I, I, if I ever had a discussion like this... Uh, Actually, you haven't been involved in many discussions like this. Well, I don't. Inv- I might not discuss it with people if I think about it. Um, I'm a little lonesome. And uh, whenever I do, uh, it just makes me more aware. You, you begin to forget about your ideals and uh, what you want to achieve and start living life like everybody else for a while until... This is the way it happens with me. Until I suddenly realise, look, I'm just doing like just what everybody else is doing. Sort of wake up to yourself. That's what happened to me, particularly sort of when thing. I, particularly when I was working in the public service for about two and a half years after I left school. Who's the QRZ? Oh, wasn't that you? No. Oh, who is it? He's weak here. No audio. Oh, it's strength nine. What's going on? You too. Strength nine, just no audio. Tell him you've got no audio. You've got no audio there. Well, if he's trying to blank us out, he's not quite strong enough. Not quite. I can't hear any heterodyne behind me. <laughs> Normally he wouldn't be able to say that. Yeah. It's a rather funny thing to say. Oh, well, um, you please join in if you want, if you wish, but um, we can't go up any audio on you at the present. Um, well, look, that broke our train of thoughts. Where was that train going? Next stop, Sydney. Locomotive bread. Oh, B was just saying that he tends to fall back into the rut. Oh, yes, I was going to say... Times thank you, Tony. I was going to actually meant to say that... Um, comment that uh, it has that certain habit of doing so. You can uh, tell that by the going home on the trains, any, any public 
transport seems to mm. breed people with blank faces. You know, of course, the logic in one's mind is, well, if it's good enough for the other 2.999 million people, well, it can't be that bad, so I'll just not worry about it for a few months or something. Yeah, oh, I don't really think... I don't rationalise it out like no, that. No, I it don't, just happens. wouldn't happen consciously. But, um, talking about what you are saying before, Mike, about um, biorhythms, and I think you mentioned, Tony, that perhaps uh, people like ourselves might exalted rather strongly at times and depressed at others um, times um, I find myself quite different to a lot of people especially um, perhaps I shouldn't mention people but um, just sort of getting getting to know people much better these days um, beginning to realise I'm perhaps a bit different I, I very rarely get depressed <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which is, um, I don't know, um, nothing to be worried about. Do you get exalted? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's but, all right. Um, the thing is that, um, oh, I don't know, I just feel um, feel out of the <coughs> ordinary. Walking, just just going down out the first thing in the morning and walking down to the place where to go to work and... Um, Tram. Or, yeah, I'm actually getting a lift these days and mm-hmm. sort of singing songs to myself on the way down and and feeling really happy and watching all these people with blank faces. It seems incredible. Yeah, you could almost make up a song about that. Yeah, oh, pity I haven't got any... Well, you don't um, know. You've probably never tried. Hey? You've probably never tried. Oh, yes, you have. You've I played with your, have, f- your flute. But, um... Your saxophone. Don't without. have... Uh, well, I don't have the technique. Mm, you'd probably have to develop it for a few years, I suppose. Always worthwhile trying something like that. Mm. I'm sure there's a song about that. I'll just think about it because I have to remember. Oh, it. no doubt there is. There's oh, songs about, oh. songs about everything <laughs> <laughs> and nothing. Um, but yeah, uh, it'd be nice to know the Z1. Mm. I suppose one of the reasons for not getting depressed is that. Um, it's really a, a um, don't worry about anything type of attitude. I can sort of see why nothing really you, matters type of attitude. I can see. Is, what? I can see in a way why you wouldn't be depressed. Why? Because um, you're working in at Thingo. Oh, is, no, but not even then. Not, no, no. Not, th- these are the sorts of things that used to depress me when what? I sort of sat there and th- thought about them. I just used to sort of think to myself, "Where am I going?" You know, what's the use and all this sort of thing. Mm. But um, you sort of wouldn't have as much as other people um, sort of the work, the work syndrome about, oh, am I going to be doing this till I'm 65 sort of thing? Because um, you can drop it any time you like and take up uni again, which is a very interesting, pleasant existence. Yeah, so oh, you've, I feel... You've, you've got that sort of option open to you. Yeah, I feel quite a lot of freedom, yes. Mm, but, that's what I mean. But I'm but talking about for uh, a very large proportion of my life. Perhaps it was because I was in permanent depression when I was uh, oh, a child or something. It was a fish. Um, although when I was in that permanent state, I, I thought that was quite normal, so I didn't feel bad about it at all. I uh, just sort of... But having got out of that sort of rut, um, everything 
seems to be good. Let me bring you songs from the woods huh? to make you feel much better. Pardon? Oh, sorry. Where'd that come from? Where did what come from? The songs from the woods voice. Um, well, it didn't come from this end. I didn't think it did. It's rather funny seeing as we were listening to it around there last night. Did you like the album, by the way, Tony? The album? I only heard that track. Well, did you like that track? Who was that? Was that Tom or um, yes. the, the Focus thing? No, no it was Tom. Because I, I heard Beatty played the first track or something of Focus, and I, th- I sort of said, oh, do we have to listen to Tom all the time? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, and you said something about uh, something with a bit more treble. I don't, we don't want to listen to Tull all night. We want to mm, hear some something treble. Something with some something. treble. <laughs> I'm sort of going on. lots of treble in it, though. Which, what has? All songs in the wood a bit later on. It's got symbols and everything. Mm, yeah, but the toll, the only toll record that I've got is completely devoid of any... Have you got? Um, what's his name? Uh, Aqualung. Oh, oh, yes. Um, it's a very poor record. You can't put your finger on what's wrong with it, but there's something wrong with it. No, actually, Mark has always said that he heard that... Oh, no, he heard in an interview that Ian Anderson was asked um, about Aqualung. said, oh, well, that's our worst album. And the interviewer said... But, I mean, it sold the most and most popular, and so I said, oh, no, it's mainly from a technical point of view. It was just recorded badly. Yeah, there's something definitely wrong with it. It just doesn't seem to have any extreme treble or extreme mm. bass, and it seems to have a perpetual background hiss. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I The audio just sounds somehow also, soft. The, the most pressings I've ever heard of uh, damage, and they... They have noises going all in the line across the record, and as it goes around, it goes. Oh, the ones, the ones that uh, Agar and so on got from England were like yeah, that. Yeah, well, they like that. They're a funny bitch. Mind you. You, you should know. Oh <laughs> 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 yes. Anyway, no, I can't see. No. That, that's fairly good quality, you know, Tony. Yeah. Um. I wonder who, I mean, it's very strong. Sounds like a patch. Who, um, oh yeah. Sounds like a patch on someone. <laughs> Go on. That's, that's no, no patch on Jethro Tull. No. Uh. He's stronger than I am. Who's, who's doubling with it? That was me. Oh. And me. So it's neither of us. Oh, yeah, I realise it's neither of you. Oh, dear. That must mean that he's very close. What, oh, what, what strength was it? Well, come on again, please. Um, are you looking at it? So we can, so we can dub yeah, you in. Come on again. Come um, on again, so we can dub you in. Mystery carrier. Yes, righto. We know who it is. <laughs> yeah. But You're supposed to be in bed, you little spotted thing. <laughs> what? Because you're supposed to be getting up at nine o'clock in the morning or something. Might it? Might it? But he hasn't got uh, songs from the wood, has he? Oh, you never know. Sounds like he has a new acquisition in the household. Mm, possibly. Could be borrowed. I must have impressed him or something when he was... I played him that when I was around here. Mm, he's probably borrowed it from a certain... <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because Booty Man copy had terrible treble distortions, and this one doesn't. I can't make of it. 
Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm trying to work out whether our bad stylus wrecked it or whether our copy is bad. Was it a Tandy? Hey? Was it a Tandy? Uh, I don't know. No, it was uh, just bought from Discurio. Oh. So which which no, Curio? This. Oh, this one. Oh, fair enough. Um, no, it was a, a sealed American import, and it was exactly the same as mine. Um, oh. Just bought up the road. Um, oh, g'day, g'day, um, Paul. G'day. Uh, we were just thinking about you before. Spotty Herbert. No, actually, it's Spotty Herbert. That's right, I just remembered it. Who's Herbert? Spotty Herbert, little Spotty Herbert. Blue Bottle's name's not Herbert. No, but that's what they call him. I I must say, it's a a delightful phrase. Get away, you little Spotty Herbert. You little Spotty Herbert, you... Something like that. I used to be able to do that before my voice broke. Yeah. Oh, very sad. Yes. Poor Tony. Oh, I had this terrible accident with a hammer. And I always thought it was your microphone distorting. No, no, no. No. Worse things than that. Distorting. How much of a conversation have you heard, um... Innocent, you. <laughs> Hello, pardon. Um, um, this is pardon. Go ahead. I've heard since about midnight. Midnight. Because for about, oh, that's about ten minutes. Because mm. I wanted to record 2UE News because we are talking about it at work today, killing ourselves laughing, so I thought I'd make a cooling of it to take to work tomorrow. Oh, I see. <laughs> What's very funny about it? Oh, just the whole presentation. What, with lots of echo and... Oh, you hear the pips come on. Oh, I could play it to you, actually. Yeah. And then there's this little jingle, time jingle, like at the pulse it goes, a strum on a guitar, it goes, bling, it's midnight. Oh. And there's a pause of about five seconds, you hear, boom... CUE news and you hear da 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 a few times CQ yeah yeah and then um the announcer comes on and goes Melbourne and blah 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 the striker's still on pardon the striker's still on yeah yeah that sort of thing and oh well no they give the whole item oh and then you hear in between each item there's a sort of beep and the first thing they say in the item is Sydney Newcastle <laughs> oh, <laughs> thing. It's really hilarious style of presentation. Sort of went out with the 40s, I think. Yeah. They're, they're the Sydney equivalent of 3UZ, aren't they? I think they're sort of um, tied up with 3UZ or something. Yeah, second letter's wrong end of the alphabet, though. Oh, yes, yes. This well, seeing be... the Becks played some of our chords, why don't we... Uh... Now, now, look, now, Beatty, now. Hey? Where's that coming from? Now, now, look, chaps, now, now, please, now, chaps. Thank you. Just... Chaps, be careful, please. Yeah, we'll, all, we'll all get shot. It's quite nice, but we'll all get shot. All I can do is say, Good evening, this is me. Uh. Mm, me too. What's this? Are you going to put this 2 UE news thing on then, Beck? Just give us a listen to how yeah, they do all right, it. Hang on, I'm just going to go and get it. The CQ is very appropriate. Yeah, I've heard that before, now that i come to think of it. Do you realise that we're not going to discover the secret all, of all life and uh, go and live happily ever after riding into the sunset with Tonto under our pillow or anything? I wonder. I wonder if there is a way of doing it. I think, I think it would happen if I went and visited the stars. One of us should come up on TUE's frequency and answer their CQ. <laughs> um, what, what were you saying about me before that I didn't hear? Eh? Oh. 
Oh, I don't know. What were you saying? Oh, that you're completely shallow, superficial, and a, and a genuine, you know, general wet bag. Oh, that's nice. That was, yeah. you know, nothing out of the ordinary, Paul. No, nothing. I'll agree with that. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, unfortunately, Barry. Oh, it's, un- it's unfortunate Barry. Who's, who's Barry? He's unfortunate. Oh, he's not going to talk to me. All right. Oh, he might have been the funny carrier. No, no, I don't think it was. He's not going to talk to me. Yeah. Um, well. Anyway, while well, Bick's finding that. Oh, we've, we've talked about him being superficial, and we also listened to his voice. Hmm. Very briefly. Hmm. Being oh, saved. That's, that's what you missed, Bick. Yourself being saved. We by had a little bit of you, JB. Hmm. It's not that I'm not going to talk. It's that I thought somebody else who could uh, more aptly describe me. But I'm afraid we don't allow swearing on the air. I wonder if there's any more of that. Um, well, there's wasn't there about four hours of it? Yeah, I'll just have a look. Silence when you talk to me! Oh, all right. You're going to be like that? He's not modulating that much. Oh, I was miles away. Hang on. Oh, Tony, have you thought of any um, more things I can put into my afterburner box before I put it back in my car? Not really. You seem to be the fount of all knowledge at the moment. Not really. I haven't thought about it at all, actually, to be quite honest. There was no 10 second pause there. Well, it usually is. It's a little more natural, like the weather for today. It'll be mainly sunny and warm with a northerly wind and an expected highest temperature of 25 degrees. Must be falling asleep, I think. On the bays, there'll be northerly winds of 15 knots and choppy seas. Right now, the temperature, 15 beautiful degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gee, Paul must have been in a very large room. It's all echoey. That was what um, the head said. They put reverb on it, actually. What was that, Pick? It made me feel like an F-wit because... 15 beautiful degrees, what an F-wit. You've got to I, say something. I know, I know you've got to think of something to say. If ever I think of trying to think of something to say, I can't say it. They've got reverb, haven't they, on uh, the missions, Paul? Oh, they just do it in the large hall. they just got yeah, no soundproofing on their studio. They can't afford it. Um... KG things. I want to hear the, the tidbits of Paul's four hours worth. Oh, I was quite impressed, Paul. Don't know why. I wasn't paid for being I'll see impressed. see a bit more. Yeah. <coughs> Oops. I thought it might have been where he said something, but it wasn't. It was something else. Um... I mean, what happened there? Oh, must have turned the gain down for some reason or other. What's going on? 
you probably wouldn't say anything after this anyway. It was a nice cue, though. Oh, yeah, it was like that all the way through. But um, Beck was given instructions before he went down because they weren't sure what he was, how he was going to handle it and everything. But, um, they gave him instructions to just play lots of music, put the ads in, and give an occasional time call, unquote, or virtually, you know. And because um, um, all the guys were sick. The guy that did it was sick. The guy they tried to get to replace him had gone away into state or something, and and uh, another person they tried to get as a third alternative couldn't make it either. So all panic broke loose. So the next minute, the Beck gets a phone call. How would you like to do the night shift? <laughs> how would you react, Mike, if if they rang up and said to you, 3MP here, um, how would you like to do the night shift? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I did a very short stint at um, 3M... What is it called? What was my name? MU. MU, yeah, that's right. Mm. 3MU. And it was quite all right, except there you were able to go on for long raves, mm. and it seemed to be the, the usual thing for one to do. Mm. So it made it a bit harder, actually, because you had to think of something vaguely intelligent to say. Yeah. But I used to... Um, because having done lots of cross bands... <laughs> And no, being a radio amateur, I can come up with miles of useless dribble. In fact, probably could win the world talking championship. Yeah, I'm sure the big could too. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but where it'd fall down, I don't know. It would certainly be a bit of a shock, and I'd be very um, nervous. Um, but not have. I think all the practice of queuing up and so on, probably I'd stuff up. Oh, there's nothing much to queue up because a lot of it's on cart anyway. You've got two turntables, and half the time you don't even use both of those. I mean, you know, half the time you don't follow from disc to disc. Sounds like we've all gone by ourselves. I was just rewiring a pot here, doing something of slight use. Mm. I'm just sort of looking to see if there's one more. Yeah. This is big. Um, you should make up a, a tape for all of them. Is your old tape recorder alive? Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's still alive, and I did get a kick off it the other day, so it's still kicking. <laughs> oh, uh, that's, that's nasty. Quite literally. <laughs> quite literally. Hmm. Um, well, Paul's probably gone to sleep, has he? Yeah, probably. Oh, I'm just sort of sitting here listening. I'm sort of getting tired. I'm sitting here with a red face. Oh, what colour is your face, Paul? That's who was just on. I said red. Oh, I thought you were, were with somebody with a red face. Oh, no. You should, oh. Be feeling, should be feeling rather proud, Paul. I think that was an ego funny. <laughs> They're infamous. They're infamous funnies. They, nobody yeah. ever understands them. Gentlemen, please, then. Yeah. One at a time. I wonder who that other station was that was on before. Quite odd. I was just reading Strength 9, but no... Audio on it, anyway. I would suggest it was either an amateur wishing to remain anonymous but wondering how strong he was and wanting to point out that he was listening, or it could have been a pirate for the same reason. Hmm. Hello? Hello? He's Dallas. I've got some deviation. That was me. Oh, you you twit, Dallas. (laughs) You twit. John? I balled up the phase modulator. I've been mucking around with it and... uh, Oh. This is supposed to be a better quality transmission. Oh, well, you're actually strength nine. 
Yeah, anyway... Uh, you are a good quality transmission. Yeah, I'm not too sure on the deviation, though. That's any problem. Uh, say something. Something? No, you could, probably could have more because the needle's not kicking at all. Yeah, well, I'll have to... Uh, I can really sort of now go... Now you're overdoing it. Yes, I can hear it. Hmm. You're not far off. <coughs> so that was me. I... I uh, Oh, that explains the mystery. Oh, that's quite good. Yes. What were you doing, sitting back in bed listening or...? Oh, no, I'm sitting up. I'm trying to get a... Um, I've got this old chassis car phone and I've just been trying to... I've been debating whether to rip out the phase modulator and just put a very cap across the crystal or something. Yeah. But, uh, um, There was one pin that I'd left unsolved. That's why I couldn't modulate before. Yeah. You can equalise the phase modulator fairly well if you put in 6 dB per octave boost going down below about uh, 1,000. Yeah, the, the problem is I, I'd understand more the direct FM modulation instead of a phase modulator because I don't know exactly how they work. So I'd prefer to have it the other way. Well, it's just it makes more sense to me. Just treat it as pure FM that's already got 6 dB per octave boost in it, mm. which means that you don't need to put pre-emphasis in because it's already there, above 1kc that is. It's already rising at 6 dB per octave, which is what you normally do with FM anyway. Um, and to make it um, normal FM below 1kc, you just boost 6 dB per octave, which is rather hard. You can't really boost it down below much, much below about 150 cycles because you run out of swing on your phase modulator. Um, in fact, I pity I've got the 6A up, up on the side. I could tell you what values I've put into mine. See, I don't know how linear the whole thing is, really. It might be another problem. What, what sort of unit have you got? It's an, this particular thing is an MTR20. Oh, yeah. It's got a um, half of a 6CQ8. Oh, that's A few other bits and pieces. Hmm. I don't know. I wasn't really listening to 160 um, I've been trying to do this so I hope I didn't uh, break anything up yeah that's alright we're just listening to MP anyway yeah so I'll just keep listening alright ho then thank you I can't hear it all on um, 2 metres mm. who, who can't you hear on 2 oh because beating, beating man's only running 2 watts no it, but I haven't got a receiver at all going oh oh I see this re- the receiver I've got two MTR20s one works alright but uh, that's not wide in, and this other thing I'm just using the transmitter of it. Oh, yeah. oh, it was quite convenient that we were on on 160 then. Yeah, really. So when you came back and said, uh, Mike said I'm, I'm uh, not deviating. I didn't hear him at all on two meters anyway. Yeah, fair enough. It certainly sounds alright at the moment anyway. Yeah. It's quite good. Anyway, I'll. Is somebody going to put some more pull on? Because it sounded quite interesting. Yeah, I'll put, we'll put a bit more on. This is the tape which was during the last hour or so. You're just picking out the juicy parts, are you? Yeah. Announcing. Yeah, well, you didn't say very much anyway. You played about three or four records in a row and gave an odd time call. Mm. But um, sometimes you made a, a comment one way or the other about the record or something. Yeah. Did you hear all about it at the time? Oh, I heard it after it was over, yes. Mm. I would have liked to have heard it live, but it takes, takes away the sparkle after hearing it on tape. Yeah. What's that you're rolling? 
Uh, it's it's a piece of paper with some stuff in it. It's coming through very well. It's super travel. Oh. I thought you must have a TV camera. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything like that over here. Yeah. Oh, you, you'd need treble up to about 15k to hear it. Because yeah. it's, it's all above 10k just about. Oh, this, the signal for noise is just useless, even if I... Plus the fact that you're going through a 6kc filter anyway. So. so that's just for a bit of general interest. That was good. He didn't say anything else after that. Baby John came along. And we, we were all completely disgusted because Baby John didn't make a single comment. Yet he must have got the shock of his life when he walked in. Saw the Beck sitting there. He didn't make a single comment, but he apparently did make comments afterwards to other people. So it wasn't so bad. Are you uh, still there, Beck? He's gone to put cold yeah, water yes on his... Yes or no? Um, take, take whichever one is appropriate. I anybody watched you while you were doing it. Just uh, would have been embarrassing if... Well, I, mean, I mentioned would have made you more nervous, but I wonder how alone you were. Well, the guy that was on before sort of... I, he said to me... Well, one of the guys they were trying to get hold of, they found eventually, and uh, he rang up and said he was going to come in and, and sit with me. I said, no, 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 don't want it. <laughs> oh, can't, can't think of anything worse. I know. Um, just in case trying... I stuffed things up with yeah. his comment. So I thought, oh, that's nice for a start. Lots of confidence in me. Not only that, I mean, you'd be, you'd be put off saying things like 15 beautiful degrees. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd, you'd sort of play it terribly straight if there was someone sitting beside you. Yeah. Muck you up completely. Um, but the guy that was on beforehand, I, he said, do you want me to stick around for a while? I said, no, I think you, the sooner you leave, the better kind of thing. He sort of understood that and uh, just put on his last cord and walked out the door. Just imagine the Beck saying that, the sooner you leave, the better, with his little knees knocking under the desk, <laughs> knocking together. Knock, knock, knock. And uh, the only problem was about uh, quarter past four, the guys in the newsroom came in and the Burgess walked in about half past four. So by that stage, you know, there were about three or four people just in the building. Well, that didn't matter, though, because you'd been going for a few hours. Then, well, so yeah, I didn't... didn't I, was matter. Bit, I wasn't so nervous about the newsroom guy, but... Um, well, the Burgess would have been listening for the past hour anyway. Well, that's got right. There, so you, wouldn't, you shouldn't have worried about that either. No. Did he, did he look surprised when he walked in? Oh, a little bit, because he only <laughs> knew who it was. Yeah. So it was... Did he say anything? What did he say when he walked in? Oh, he walked into his studio, pressed the intercom button and said, what brought on this starring role? Did he? Yes. And what did you say? Oh, I just explained what, what was going on. Yeah. What, he just sort of shut up after that, no, I No, he just sort of smiled and nodded and just walked away. Yeah. And I didn't see him. And the news was cause coming up to five o'clock and the news was on at five mm. and he wasn't there and whoever's on the next shift is meant to play the first news theme. Oh, yeah, so you... So I thought, ooh, is he going to come back or not? So I, luckily I had it ready, otherwise there would have been no news theme. Oh, you played the five o'clock news theme? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to listen to that. <laughs> With a chord that ran to five minutes and 45 seconds, which is very bad indeed. Are you getting any treble? A little bit. It's stacked at treble in that, even though it's recorded on BASF at three and three quarters. Paul, do you have to uh, queue records up as all the material on cartridge? 
Uh, all the current sounding stuff is on records. Uh, some of the old stuff's on cut. Um, not all of it, though. But a lot of the old stuff is on cut. So it's sort of, it's almost like, you know, for every two records, there's one cut. Oh, yeah. Do MP have a um, Q-Rack? Nope, they don't want to know about them. I thought they had one. You were telling me once on a contact that... What, what do they actually do? No, that, that, I found that that was only a borrowed thing. Oh. For a demonstration. Oh, I see. Oh, Curac's an automated... automated... Uh, emissions system there, Mike. <clears throat> oh, well, how does it... how does it do it? Um, does it use a record or what? Oh, I know what it is. No, no, no I know it's it using records, like a oh. checkbox. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> No, I was just imagining something totally different. It's one of those sort of programmable things with millions of cartridges and it picks them out and plays them, is it? Yeah. <laughs> just imagine with records. Yes. You see this robot thing These walking to the record Great library. steel fingers come out, grab the record, tear it in half. <laughs> this little mechanical hand comes out and cues it backwards and forwards on the table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what came over me when I said that. Oh, it was quite funny. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> I suppose Paul's that bit person, really, when it comes to it. Yes, he had And he is, except um, he has a little computer also to control the vocabulary and uh, has to decide whether to put beautiful before or in front of degrees. Actually, the music was quite good. It's, it's you know, quite pleasant listening to the tapes, even though the big didn't say much. There's sort of a, a fairly reasonable selection of music. Maybe that's why it's pleasant to listen to the tapes. Well, it certainly makes it, you know, more pleasant. Because um, you played about four records in a row, as a rule. And half the time you didn't say much except... Oh, yeah, you said something about um, some girl being lonely or something. Paul, does anybody ring in during the night? Yes, one, one person rang up and said, I'm sick of this station. It's just, it just plays rubbish music. And you can't even have a Cheerio on here anymore. And I said, no, we're not allowed to give Cheerios. He said, right, well, I'm listening to 3XY from now on. <laughs> and hung up in my ears. I thought, oh, you can go and have a tuttle. Actually, some of those calls... Must have been a friend of yours. Some of those calls you were getting was me. Were me. Well, I noticed earlier about in the night... Uh, it was about 3.30. Yeah. I gave you several calls. But, oh, I see. But um, apparently I thought, oh, he can't be, you know... Well, I see all the lights were flashing and I thought, ooh, there's people there. But I was sort of rather nervous. And yeah, well, that's what I thought. Take your concentration away for a little while, yeah. You're gone. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, my boss rang up about quarter past four and you'll notice because I wasn't paying any attention to it. Mm. It's a bit embarrassing. <coughs> what did oh, he say? It's his fault. Oh, he was just ringing up to make sure everything was all right because he was packing death too. Wasn't he listening? Oh, he'd been asleep. He listened to the start, he said. Oh, he fell asleep. Fell woke, asleep. Up, woke up in a dead sweat. Yeah, because he was worried that something might have gone wrong mm. all night and that I'd be, you know... You know he yeah. said I sounded bright and happy when I picked up the phone, so I suppose it was something, even though I was half asleep from being up doing missions all night on mm. 160 metres. Mm. That's right. Well, it was actually... That night it was all Channel D. Mm. Actually, quite funnily enough, that was the morning I did the cast. <laughs> so I was sort of dead because I had to get up at 
and Cheerios that went for 10 minutes. Oh, that always happens. You run through this list of Cheerios of about 19 or, no, more like about 40 people in each bracket. Incredible. Hmm. We'll get back to that discussion in just a minute and then we better all sign off. Yeah, I'm sort of just <clears throat> slowly going to sleep in my chair for some reason. Hmm, probably the background. <laughs> no, <clears throat> I, I'm sort of, it's really funny. Normally, you know, I can stay up for at least 24 hours before I get tired. I mean, I can only do, only do it once, but. No audio on that one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, where were we? Just like a QS or whatever. Yeah, oh, QREC. <laughs> um, you asked... Oh, yes. Was your, com- uh, <clears throat> was your question before about whether I could transmit from Carlton uh, headed towards crossbands or mm, just... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, it's just that I've never had facilities here for receiving signals properly. <sighs> no. Um, I wouldn't have had a hope before the 6A listening on emergency power. Don't oh, lie. I don't know I'm laughing. I think it just sounds funny that uh, you've been on emergency power for this number of weeks. It, uh, it's really good that it's well, it was been really reliable good. enough. It was really good that he managed to get the thing. Well, this is George, your... No, this was the maze. Oh, I thought this was George, your main technician. No, no, he's been on holidays for about a year. Yeah, that sort of extends extended service leave. I know if you've been on the air for a number of years. Yeah, well, I had this contact with Matt. It was rather controversial. Yeah. And he decided to take a year off. He oh. just couldn't take any more. Poor old George. He was a good bloke, too. Yeah, I've had to do it all myself. I mean, who else would start to about four in the morning for 20-something hours in a row? Well, no one. Well, no one, yeah. So, so the maze turned up this generator. Yeah. Four-kilowatt job. <coughs> Pardon me. So that's um, all right. That's really good. The only oh. trouble is it tends to keep the neighbours awake. Well, being too stroke is not very sensible, is it? Well, it's got a lousy muffler on. I must put a bit of muffler on. Have you actually got it? Mm. And it works. They're running on it at the moment. Oh, great. Can't you hear it? No. Beatty, can't you hear it? Oh, I think I can hear it thank just you. in the background. Yeah, You've you. probably got fairly good insulation yeah, I have. in the studio. It's, yeah, it's fairly well insulated. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, mine wasn't intelligent. Go ahead, the other one. All right, go ahead, Beck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I was just about to say I should be going. Okay. Because uh, I've got to get to work. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, so I'll see you. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Beck. All right, go ahead, Mike. That was a blank carrier from somebody. All right, go ahead, the Bron. No, no, that was a, some, somebody's blank carrier. Wasn't the Bron? Oh, well, go ahead, the breaker. I'll better say it in channel today. Go ahead, the breaker. There's nobody there. Anyway, I'll say evening. Okie doke. To everyone that just might have to be listening. Righto. Half for dropping in. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I do believe they've finished. Well, I must be off and catch the bus, you know. Good night. Well, two of them are finished anyway. See you later, Paul. 
You have to let us know beforehand your next mission. Because I know more than two hours beforehand. Actually, we were going to publicise it on 160, but uh, we just didn't get around to doing it because we were setting up tape recorders and receivers and things. Most efficient. It's amazing what people can do in an emergency. Yeah, good night, Paul, and good night to uh, the bus-catching gentleman. <laughs> mm. um, yes, nine till six. See, mm. you, see you, Daryl. Really? Yes. Uh, uh, he's going to go around to you. He's a pain, isn't he? All right, if you're listening, Liz, <laughs> uh, wake up to yourself. No, I mean, he woke up me. Ten o'clock. Oh. What do you think he, this is? He wake was going to visit you, but uh, he decided that would be even more dangerous, but I don't know. Yeah, well, it would be. Would have that been. time of the morning. Yeah. Oh, well, he was pretty polite about it, but he couldn't find it, you see, after casing my shack. Mm. Um, so um, I was... Uh, Enough. So you've, you've been up all of all of um, ten? No, what? Fourteen hours. Yeah, fourteen and a half hours. Yeah, it's funny. No, I just I yeah, I just feel sort of tighter than I normally would. Mm. But um, <clears throat> that's what I'm meant to be convalescing for. Yeah. Oh, all the same. It's, it's good to see you back. What about my front? Well, that doesn't look so good, but back's quite exciting. Yes, it's. it's yeah. I know. People have often said they'd prefer to see the back of me. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, they're just—they're the sort of jokes they have on those typical American situation comedy series. Mm. Well, while you're here, before you shoot through back to Carlton, you may as well fill everybody in on what it's like living over at Carlton. <laughs> Everyone's been wondering. Really? Yeah. No one hears a word from you these days. That is a bit strange. I mean, you've gone from being quite active on on two and, and one sixty and then all of a sudden you're just going a whiff of puff. <coughs> a puff of puff of, of blue smoke. Yeah. yeah. Well one effect which is obvious is that uh, living in a household with three other people really um, sort of stops activities like radio activities yeah. to a certain extent because yeah. what I've got to do is to come over here and do it. It just wasn't didn't fit in. Mm. I've been um, working a couple of days a week and going to tech three days a week and uh, do you find you feel less inclined to come on anyway <sighs> when you've got three people in the house no well that, that comes into a, a different problem um, in that the reason I got into the house in the first place was sort of talking a bit about this today the other night it sort of came up the opportunity arose so it was really convenient to take it because I'd been wanting you know I decided I was old enough and mm. it would do me good to uh, look after myself completely mm. so uh, <clears throat> I've been looking was looking for an opportunity for about a year and then the offer came oh there's a house of three people and uh, would would I like to join in mm. uh, and it seemed really appropriate of course it was a bit silly from one point of view because you realised how well I knew one person yeah how did that go did that really provide much in the way of problems after the first couple of months <laughs> well it was problems in exactly the opposite direction uh, uh? well it wasn't me being miserable because it was only you know just sharing a house or something it was just really drifting apart and becoming um just like ordinary people to each other yeah but yeah, not friends yeah. anymore though yeah, yeah and that i mean that is just absurd yeah. you can't be friends with somebody for about three and a half years and then suddenly 
I mean, that, that's just crazy. You're suddenly just ordinary people. Yeah. No, um, no it, well, it's just not friends. I suppose it's if that's ordinary people. Actually, I got a phone call yesterday, which is really nice. From who? Mm, and uh, she just sort of had a chat and been so much more cheerful in comparison to what we're like in the same house. It's, yeah. it's just amazing comparison. So. Yeah, it's different when you're in the same house because you know you're going to see the person day after day. Yeah. So you don't put the slightest bit of effort. You tend to not put the slightest bit of effort into um, comparatively into uh, being friendly. Because you, you... What? No, no, we're not ready for that yet. Now, George, George, just calm down. It's not time yet. Um, no, that's so, absolutely true, Tony, because that's exactly what I found. Um, I, I perhaps would be more inclined... She's obviously not really sort of person who does put up a, a bit of an effort or put on a bit of an effort doesn't feel it's worth it but no no it's even more than that it's it's um it's a sort of coldness all, all around which is a bit of a pity and then also i'm quite a different person from the other two people that'd be rather depressing um <sighs> all the coldness aspect the well, coldness yeah yeah i mean i've i've discussed the, the whole thing with you mm. quite deeply before and, and that that really got me or, or has got to me mm. and only wants wants me it, uh, it, it makes me want to go completely and uh, sort of get back to how it was before, which was at least, you know, a friend. It was great. Seeing each other as friends, yeah. Um, so, but then also as well getting the problem of not not really be having the same interest as the other two. Mm. Uh, no interest whatsoever. Been quite different people. Um, really, I realised I made a mistake. Although it was good in getting out the home, but it was a mistake in who I chose of course it was a very nice house and you must see it um yeah. I'll, now well now you're where you are you can you're sort of closer and oh yeah i'll be dropping in for sure yeah and you can go for dinner there. or something i'll yeah. cook you cook oh, something really beauty. good practice for cooking point of view good but i i discovered that oh that's because i had never actually cooked a, a large meal before any little things for myself or occasional friend yeah. at home but um yeah never done a roast for example and that was quite exciting mm. um Another big thing was that the house was sort of provided. It was not... Uh, I didn't have to go to any problems to get the actual house itself, but even things inside it, the, um, what goes to make a house sort of crockery and fridges and stoves and things, mm. uh, usually a lot of which you have to provide and, and get for yourself, mm. didn't actually... I didn't have to do. All I provided was the stereo and the, the television sort of thing, mm. um, typical electronic frame of mind. Who, so, pr who provided all that? The people that were there or somebody else? Oh, those people who were there yeah, were yeah. provided the other things. Fair enough. Uh, and also, I never really had a chance at any stage to make any part of the house except my fairly small bedroom. Any part mine. It yeah. wasn't my house. Yeah. And so, moving in with a few people who weren't, didn't have similar interests, and also it was, I didn't feel like it was my house, combines the feeling of being less free than I was at home. In some respects, yeah. In Yeah, in some respects, although, you know, home is pretty... It was very understanding, so... So, in other words, it sounds like it's, by and large, it's no better. Yeah, which for somebody, you know, my age... So I sound like my father. No, that's how my father, but for somebody my age, it's quite a, a reasonable and uh, a good thing to do. <coughs> the proverbial apron strings or something. Mm. But as well as that, uh, also independence. But on the other hand, it, it brought me away from some things. I mean, amateur radio for a start. Mm. Um, I haven't built anything in amateur radio for about a year and a half. Mm. Um, 
I felt I didn't really miss amateur radio particularly. I didn't miss it when I was away from it. Did you? I didn't. No, no I didn't when either. I came, when I came back here... Exactly, exactly. I, mm. You sort of... It's like a drug. Yeah, yeah. it is a bit. But it's, it's contact between people who do really know you quite well. What, what is? Well, this. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, I, I hadn't seen you for, for months and months and months. Yeah. Sort of occasionally once every couple of months... I'd say good day, but that's all. Yeah. And it really is, is a big lack of contact. Uni was good like that. That's another thing. Tech is different from uni in that it's a really closed shop. The faculty I'm in really keeps apart from other faculties. Um, it, they're so different. The, the whole system is so different. It's really quite radical in a way. Uh, and so the, the sort of friends that I made at, my, at Monash, I just haven't made. Yeah, I, I could sort of imagine that tech school wouldn't be as friendly, actually. Wouldn't be as... The people wouldn't come into each other as much as they do at uni. I think probably the setup of the place just being in a, so many bigger buildings yeah, all over yeah. the city. But also, um, aside more. from that, the archie faculty is just so separate yeah. in both its thoughts and physically. Mm. Uh, its own private little warehouse to convert warehouse the building. Um, yeah. It really does mean that you know, friends I have to go quite a way to see. So I've been trying to encourage you know, big friendships on a small number type scale mm. but it, it hasn't necessarily been that satisfactory mm. so well the whole outcome of that is that moving away from home is <coughs> a good idea um, being a bit house proud or something I felt was a good idea um, having something that I could actually build like I like I really enjoy building things and a, a, a nice place to live is a nice place to if I could create a nice place to live that'd be nice I mean not build it but uh, have it just just the way I'd like Sounds like a com- what you had before, a combination of Monash and being at home was better. The two together, compared to, say, RMIT and, and there. Yeah, I think perhaps, perhaps you're right in a, in a way, except that in some home can't continue. I mean, no, that was, no, no. That was because of... It was getting rather difficult. Oh, yeah, but even so, it's, it was sort of time. Um, parents had done their had their ideas, mm. you know, and that was time for me to to assert my individuality or something, mm. talking of individuality. Mm. So I thought the, the idea is next year, when we only had a, a verbal one-year lease on this place I'm in at the moment, yeah. but I've been very serious in thinking of getting a place just by myself. That's funny, because that's exactly what I was saying tonight on the phone. Oh. I was expla- explaining it to somebody and telling her how I was going to do exactly that. Yes. Well, I, I tested myself. I thought I could never live by myself. I didn't either. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, this is as much as little as about two or three months ago. Really? Yeah, because I, I remember... That's exactly when I was. I was talking to the knock and saying, I just couldn't imagine doing this, what he's done, going and living by himself. Yeah. Um, but now that I've sort of thought about, well, I've tried this and I've tried that, namely living at home and living up at Baronia, um, and... Quite honestly... You want to try the other thing? That's right. That's an intelligent comment, Paul. I think I'll go and be a hermit. <laughs> no, fair nickel, I no, think I will. No, but not a hermit. No, I don't mean a hermit. No, no. Well, I mean, I'll still go around and see people and they can come around and see me, but um, I think I'd be better off um, just living in a flat where I can keep it clean if I want to or keep it dirty if I want to. Yeah. And um, have people in and, you know... Well, there wasn't any problem with, re- with respect to that. Uh, Baroni or anything, but um, you know, I just think I'd be um, just as happy by myself, really. 
because I'm, I'm so busy most of the time in my own mind what I'm doing I'm just so busy whether I'm at work or not at work that um, it doesn't really matter the fact of not having people um, around most of the time doesn't really matter yeah but Mark and I don't have any hassles um, and we get half away with half the rent yeah I think I'd rather pay the full rent yeah um, just that we we just ignore each other when we feel like ignoring each other more or less or we we do anyway because we um, neither of our lives affect each other more or less mm, you're two intelligent people uh, I can imagine it could often work okay but um, I know very few people I could think of living with I'm sure I've told that before if the person always makes a habit of letting you know that that person is feeling crapped off um, oh well that, that that can um, drive you up the wall after a while. Yeah, or... Well, when we when, when we they're not crapped off with respect to you, that is. Um, yeah, but we sort of don't... We don't ever get to that stage because... Hmm. Um, if I don't feel like talking to anyone or if I just feel like being on my own, I'll, I'll just do that. Yeah, um, yeah. I won't get forced into social... But if, if Mark came home and he was feeling completely crapped off and he sort of got more and more annoyed as the night went by no. while you were having tea. I'm just saying, hypothetically, yeah. if, if this was an incredible situation. And he eventually sort of got to the stage of stamping up and down on the floor and throwing things on the floor <laughs> and carrying... Just imagine this. But, um, um, nothing to do with you, mind you, but he's just crept off with some situation, nothing to do with you. Yeah, but he wouldn't do that. I know, it's impossible for Mark to do that, but I'm just saying... Imagine that being the case, then uh, it would be quite impossible, the situation. Well, if, if he started to do things like that, I'd, I'd start making other arrangements. <laughs> that's what I mean, yes. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's reasonable, I think. That's just honesty, honesty with the person you live with, in, in sort of if, with mutual things. Oh, yeah, I wasn't in, talking in about that. To mutual things. Mm, yeah. um, no, I, was, I was going well beyond that. Really, the only thing that we need to ever do together is... Well, we don't even have to do this, but... Eat. The only thing we've ever had to organise together is, is meals. And even then, if we don't feel like actually eating a meal together... Uh, for instance, Mark left a note on the table on Monday before he left to go to uni. He said, um, won't be in for tea tonight, Phil, all the rest of the week for that matter. Oh, that reminds me of a, a friend's father who, up till... A three or four years ago when his enraged children just told him not to he used to leave notes um, to his wife with their initials so it would be um, L L M won't be home for dinner J M at the base and you know just this initial business to his wife oh. which he'd done most of his life he was a, um, a highly qualified accountant and other things so, so oh, his yeah. way of business drifting in but there was no um, best wishes or love from or dear or very mm. very cold. I I um yeah I didn't quite explain the reasons why I felt that solitaire was a good game to play. Mm. It was just that no, um, you didn't explain it all, so go ahead. Pardon? You didn't explain it all, oh, so no, go. Yeah, ahead. I was just I was really interested to hear what your reasons were. Weren't quite the same as mine. Yeah. So yeah. I um. Well, I, d I never, never thought I could because I thought I'd be lonely. Yeah, that likewise. likewise. That was the basic thing. Hmm. But um, I thought I'd, I really want 
try to see whether I could. My trip to Sydney and Canberra was part of that because I just sort of went 2,000 miles by myself and slept out but late at night. Uh, slept out at night and went through a lot of problems mm. just by myself. That's more than I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got bogged once, and it was really quite interesting. And yeah. at no time did I panic or was I lonely. I found things to do. And of course, that was a um, a fairly specialised situation or special situation because it was a bit of a holiday and I could do what I liked. I didn't have to go to work or anything. Mm. But even so, I could live with myself and I discovered I could. Um, myself and no one else. So I, I thought... Me and myself. And I realised just how much I look forward to that people not being in my house at Carlton. Mm. It's really funny. Um, it's not a way you should think, but I did enjoy... I do enjoy being by myself, so I feel it would be a really good thing to try. It's not so much that you enjoy it, you suddenly realise that um, that it doesn't really matter, because you're sort of going out to see all your friends who are all outside where you're living, regardless of where you're living, or, you know, usually, mm-hmm. as often as not. Yeah. And um, all the things you did before, if you want to do them, you can still do them, or virtually. I mean, you've got some extra restrictions, but you've got some extra... De-restrictions. Well, I think the point is you don't really have any extra restrictions. This is by yourself. No, I just mean in terms of, as you said before, that the whole house is not your own anymore. Oh, yeah. Your, your place to, to romp around, it's, it's inhabited by other people. Things like that. Like, you've got little things that you do have to watch. Which, well, but one, you've, um, one, one good example um, is I used to walk around um, with not many clothes on. Mm-hmm. And... I can't do that. No way. In the house. Mm, yeah, it sort of depends in some houses. It, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, no. This, mm. Well, in this house it wasn't, sort of thing. Yeah. Just, that shows, I mean, oh, that obviously shows differences in the, the people within the, the house. Mm, yeah, I've often noticed you walking around with no clothes on down at um, Aruna. Hey? Yeah, when I've sort of gone up there and just sort of looked through the window. <laughs> 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 Looks quite funny. Um, while I've got the opportunity, I'll just sign off and say evening. (laughs) Oh, now, 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 beady man, look, no, 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 please, no, look, no, hang on. Red brick suburbia. Brick Uh, veneer. Brick veneer suburbia. I may as well sound like an architect. Not sure. Even if I might never be one. Not sure. Just a sec. No, you're being distracted, I forgot. I'm almost undistracted. See, it's... It's rather hard here because I've started recording the back on track one, and because the heads are worn, they don't record very well on track one. They're really worn? Yeah, so after about 20 minutes, quarter of an hour or so, actually, I swapped over to track three. So I'm recording down the blank one, which is track three at the moment. I have to turn it off. So I'll have to be very careful. Now, I'm monitoring off track one. I'm certainly not going to stop telling you about this. I'll just check this standby. It'll be mainly sunny and warm with a northerly wind. Can you just give us a test? Highest temperature of 25 yeah. degrees. On the base, there'll be northerly winds of 15 knots. On the base, there'll be northerly winds of 10 to 15 knots. I know, I'm just turning the thing down. Just, I was just checking all the metering. But it's, um, this is what I was doing before when I was playing a bit to Paul before. Um, I was actually doing it on the same tape that I was logging on at the same time. <laughs> I see. So I was recording on um, track one logging on 160 on track one but I was monitoring off track three you worry me slightly if your heads are getting warm oh they're completely wrecked really yeah they've had it 
It's only flat to about uh, t- 10 or 12k on track one at 7.5. What sort of tape have you been using? Scotch. But I've, I've been using it a tremendous amount. And also the... Um, the back tension was far too great to the point where it was actually the capstan was actually slipping on the tape towards the end of the of the reel, and I didn't wake up to that until uh, I didn't wake up to that until um, well probably about six months after I bought it. And of course, that would have increased the headwear incredibly. It's the old story of like stylus where the um, the wear goes up as some power of the pressure. Rather than linearly. You know, how, how did you adjust the back tension? I haven't ah. as yet, but when I put new heads in, I will. What do you think they're going to be worth? Oh, probably about eight dollars each or something. Is it all? Something like that. You sure? Hmm. Probably. I wouldn't say that. They would be more than twelve. Uh, just that Mark. You know, Mark got his um, mm, heads mm. resurfaced. Reground. Yeah. That'll probably cost more than new heads, almost. Well, that was about $20, but it was quoted at something like $80 for new heads. <coughs> I can't believe that. Oh, that... I'm sure it was something like that. Oh, if they're that expensive, we'll get some from somewhere else. Um, I mean, yeah, really quite a lot of money. Mm. I could, um, new heads are sold at my establishment for cassette decks for about $2.50. Mm. Well, you can get bogan heads, which are professional mm. um, heads for broadcast and recording machines, which are um, only about $14 each. That's right, they were... They're the ones used by the Revox? Revox, yeah. yeah. So if I want more than about $20 for theirs, or more than about... Actually, they've gone up now. They're about $16 plus tax, but if I wanted more than $20, um, I'd look into... Um, Modify. Modifying it to uh, take bargain heads, mm. which are a better quality thing anyway. It might be difficult because of impedances and so on. Mm, could be, actually. Going, buying a new record. <laughs> well, no, it's, well, depending, investigate the head price for a mm. start, and then if, if it turns out to be prohibitive selling your recorder and uh, mm, adding a bit right. more to the money and buying a new one. Well, I can let the head sound myself anyway. Only take a couple of hours. What about you get your toothbrush and paste? Yep. Would you use that? Um, well, you use whatever it is, car random paste or something. And one of those stones that look, look, look like the... Um, the monolith that was in 2001. Oh, yes. And those sharpening stones. I think oh. that all that was was a sharpening stone floating through the studio, I'm sure. <laughs> a rather large one. I read yeah. that book uh, a week or so ago. Oh. That was one of the books I read when I was sick. I've read it about five times, but I always enjoy it. Mm. Um, so it kept you sick? <laughs> no, it certainly <laughs> didn't keep me sick. Um, yeah, where were we? we um, must, yeah, we must finish our conversation yeah. because, of course, we're both trying to keep normal hours. Hmm. So we should really um, give it up. Give it up. Mm. I um, I decided I rang up work actually. They're, they're not working tomorrow because they're on the west side of the the highway. Mm. So um, I won't be able to go to work tomorrow, which I'm quite pleased at really. Mm. So um, it looks like I'll be going to work next Tuesday, um, and I'll probably go home to uh, Carlton on Monday. Mm, fair enough. So um, I'll be still around tomorrow, and so it'll be good. Hmm. Um, oh, that's fair enough. So you'd get yourself a, the smallest possible flat for the time being. Well, my actually my ideal. And living um, it yourself and going. It's quite a large sitting room. Hmm. Oh, this is just my. Um, and everything else small. And no, <laughs> no, quite a because you see, um, a one bedroom flat usually has a bedroom, bathroom, and sitting room and kitchen, which is sort of four rooms. Yeah. But 
my ideal would be to have a, a fairly wide and long sitting room mm. with the with the kitchen down one end. Yeah. With a sort of a divider. Yeah. A lot of the flats I've seen aren't like that. Aren't? No. Oh. But, um, for example, listen, Bonnie's. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely weird. You know that wall between the kitchen and the sitting room? Yeah. Yeah. I just can't understand what it's there for. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. So that's an ancient sort of a design. Yeah, it's as I've if they've taken, so flats like that they've taken a design out of a, out of a, a typical <laughs> standard book they used to design flats <laughs> yeah. and just thrown the whole thing together without a thought. I must admit, look, so many of the ones I saw were like that, the same design. Yeah, that kitchen's really pokey because of that. It's, it's like being in a little box. I've never really thought of that before. If you knock that wall out, which you probably couldn't because it's probably a supporting wall and it's absurd design. Mm. Oh, the bedroom's all right. It's, like, it's sort of a fairly good size. Um... But that would just frustrate me terribly to have such a, a stupid idea of a design mm. to be in. So I'm also going to be a bit choosy, which might make it hard to find a place to live in. Mm. Um, also, being on the the first floor would be good, not on the ground floor, mm. uh, both to get a bit of height, but also ground floor flats are notoriously the burgled ones. Mm. Uh, and also, I'd like to live up there because you get a bit of um, oh, air's much fresher. Also, uh, it's good fun when you're in a tall building in some respects like that. Oh, well, there's lots of things. You look out over the city at mm. night, lots turn of the lights out. Like It'd be great to have a... Oh, look, I, I don't even know which way it's got a face because I've been doing actual things like thinking about the design of buildings. Mm. I've got lots of ideas about... I know exactly which way I want it to face. Yeah. <clears throat> the bedroom, which, which way? Well, the bedroom's got a face, uh, of course, east. East. Uh, it'll... And, or east. It doesn't necessarily have to be east. It could be... Um, southeast, oh. but just to get the morning sun, just to catch the morning sun, but not to get too much sun during the day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I sort of thought about that, but all I'd thought was to have um, have it facing north, so that you get all the morning sun right through till about you know two in the morning, uh, two in the afternoon. No, see, north north is the best place to face for absolute maximum sun. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I'm just thinking. Because flats are built as they are with flat roofs, you've really got to be careful of um, heat and uh, heating mm, up. Yeah, it's a point. Um, well, I'm sure they've got plenty of insulation in them if they've got flat roofs. Oh, they do, but no, but glass areas facing the sun yeah. are the, are the, is the maximum, the way of getting the maximum heat in. Mm. And really, I can imagine a, a little um, in the a, summer. A bedroom facing north mm. would be the most incredibly hot box to sleep Oh, of course, in. you've got to sleep in it. You'd be nice at possibly nice to have a sitting room which faces the north. Uh, I think what, what I thought would be if something was going to face north, it should either be a, a little balcony uh, off, which some of them actually have, yeah. with their sensible design, a balcony towards the north, but no actual windows towards the north, or um, a sitting room window towards the north. Or a balcony facing north but no windows would be difficult. Or just the balcony facing west. West. Um, which, of course, gets the afternoon sun. Yeah. Um, is sort of a good compromise. Of course, I keep forgetting you're doing architecture. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this would be sort of... Oh, it's quite interesting. It's, it's thinking in a whole new way. Yeah. It's, um, that's why I'm doing it. It's sort, of, it's sort of interesting. Oops, I've got to change tracks here. Oh, dear. Can we just run, it, run over Paul? Stand by. <laughs> Poor little squash spotted. Right, we've got him coming through on the other track again. Fine. Right. Um, what an annoying thing to happen. Changing tracks halfway through. Yes. On both of them. Yes. There's a big swap in the middle. <laughs> it's like sort of a railway line crossing over halfway along. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yeah, I can just imagine that. <laughs> Two trains getting there. Oh, yes. Um, <coughs> this is one track, the left track going to the right track, and the right track turning to the right. <laughs> oh, no. I wasn't even thinking of that. <laughs> yes. I was thinking of the two whole tracks, the two lines. Oh, meeting, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so there's, there's sort of ideas, and I don't know whether such a place exists. Of course, what it has to have is ever a little garden at the front and undercover parking and uh, not being near a made road and a quiet back one, but a nice green area. Yeah. So it, look, it probably doesn't exist. Preferably one of these roads that curls around, that the council's deliberately curled around to stop people racing along it. Yeah. Or a little court, which is a dead end. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Look, a place like that doesn't really exist. Oh, they do? Oh, they do, but you'd have to have a lot more money than I can afford. No, you just have to look around, I think. Oh, well, oh, just from my looking around, I suspect that... Um, I mean, the flat could be quite noisy in itself. Just because it's in a little close, like, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good place oh, no, to be... Oh, no, it's pretty well designed um, with respect to noise problems. Mm, I usually don't... I don't think noise like that would upset me particularly anyway because I like to make a lot of noise and I don't really care if other people do. And I, it doesn't generally stop me from sleeping or keep me, you know, away from what I'm doing. I think my worry would be that I would interrupt other people. Mm, likewise. Uh, but the... Places are pretty well provided with insulation because, of course, you don't want to. This actually was drawn in a, up in a. The idea was drawn up in a Four Corners program the other day oh, yeah. about um, people in one housing commission bathroom um, hearing what went on in the other housing commission bathroom, both next door to it and also above it and below it. Good heavens, we've only got bits of masonite between them or well, something. Well, you know, things like that. Or just five minutes go past quickly. Mm. Um, so, that I mean, that's just really bad design. It's mm. an absurd design. But yeah, of it, course, they don't, they don't give a, a title with um, housing commission places. No, but it's a way sort of things head because it's the cheapest way of doing it. If you've only got a, a single partition in between things, it drops the cost a lot. Mm. And especially if a place has been modified, it's probably very likely to have just a wall like that. Mm. In the place I'm living in, it's been quite renovated. And a wall, a couple of walls have been put in that didn't exist before. And one of them is just plaster and an expanded aluminium carrier for it with um, wooden studs. So it's sort of nothing. It's sort of plaster and expanded aluminium. So you're leaning against it and just bends? Oh, no, it's fairly strong, but um, it always carries what, very well through what, it. What's the frame? The frame. Oh, it's wooden stud. It's just, uh, oh, yeah. It just was sort of put there and the aluminium was you put over top and then plaster was put. You call you call the the, um, the whatever they are two v three wooden posts that hold everything up. You call them studs. Uh, you, yes, you can. Yeah. Mm, fair enough. Um, when you said studs, I, I picture these little things that people used to wear on their jeans. Uh, a lot of other people would think of something else, but. Uh, yes, yeah, that too. Oh, I, I saw the naked the naked Vicar show tonight and, oh, yeah. uh, about the uh, <laughs> put a, a really huge funnel web spider down the front of somebody's overalls. But the real funny part was when the bloke discovered his, his press studs were all dieted up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was really good. That was was uh, that when he was trying to get the spider out? Or? Oh, presumably, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's the really funny bit. That was rather funny, actually, because uh, there was just two slovenly-looking uh, housekeeper with curlers and a, and a bloke with a can of beer and a, a pot, uh, a beer pot, both sitting in a, a cat lounge in a couch looking typically 
complete Australian issue, you know, the, the Ocker image, and um, the music of Swan Lake was going in the background on the television set, which you couldn't see. Yeah. Uh, and the film, the camera was behind it. <laughs> and the husband said, oh, we have to watch this, I want to watch 96. And the wife said, look, it'll improve your education. I said, oh, true 96. I wanted to find out and sort of went on about who was marrying who or whatever in 96. Um, they said, oh, hang on. If this is Dawn Lake, where's Bobby Lim? You know, they went a whole little series of jokes about oh, yeah. Dawn Lake and Bobby Lim instead of Swan Lake. Mm-hmm. Like, it turned out in the end that he was a television critic. Oh. And, <laughs> and so it, was, it was quite funny. The whole thing was put into perspective by mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. don't like t- telling second-hand things. I'll stop that. Mm-hmm. That's being a second-hand person. And here I was all for creative individuality. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, all the installation houses are pretty good because um, usually have plenty of um, fiberglass floating around the place. And um, rock wool shoved in the walls and things. So a couple of people with flats have got not got any problems. In fact, Mark and Philip aren't too badly off. It was only the earthquake thing that bothered the neighbours. Yeah, I noticed. Like, I couldn't hear any bass when I was walking up the sideway when they had it wound right up when I was arriving. So um, obviously the walls aren't vibrating significantly at all. Yeah, not, it seems well designed. Not enough to produce any acoustic energy in the sideway. No. So if I couldn't hear it walking down the sideway, coming to me direct, then I don't think it would get through the windows down in the un- underneath. Could they tell you about the neighbour's reaction to the arrival of Beatty's transmitter? His 160, or his very heavy transmitter. I can remember when he turned it on, the hum used to vibrate the floor and, <laughs> and upset their sleeping habits underneath. Uh, even more than that, when they saw it being brought up, I don't know how the hell he got it up the stairs. Well, I gave him a hand with one half. Oh, I see. Well, um, I explained to you, very strong. Who was that honking? Oh, anyway, yeah. Um, apparently they saw it going up, so they demanded to know whereabouts in the flat it was going to be put so they could move their coloured TV and things out from <laughs> where it was going to be. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's the story I was told. <laughs> Just imagine this transmitter coming through the ceiling with Booty Man hanging onto it <laughs> with an astonished look on his face. <laughs> Excess coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be, to be perfectly honest, I'd really hate. I dislike flats intensely, but uh, I mean, one has to accept compromise in life. Mm. It's really good. Oh, I, I never regard it. Never look on a flat as being anything more than a, a four-time being thing. Yeah. Never. 